Let's take a moment to reflect on the joy that comes from following God as we listen to Elder Wilford W. Anderson talk about the music of Christ's gospel. Years ago, I listened to a radio interview of a young doctor who worked in the hospital on, a, on the Navajo Indian Reservation in Arizona. He told of an experience he had one night when an old Native American man with long braided hair came into the emergency room. The young doctor took his clipboard, approached the man, and said, How can I help you? The old man looked straight ahead and said nothing. The doctor, feeling somewhat impatient, tried again. I cannot help you if you don't speak to me, he said. Tell me why you've come to the hospital. The old man looked at him and said, Do you dance? As the young doctor pondered the strange question, it occurred to him that perhaps his patient was a tribal medicine man who, according to ancient tribal customs, sought to heal the sick through song and dance rather than through prescribing medication. No, said the doctor, I don't dance. Do you dance? The old man nodded yes. Then the doctor asked, Could you teach me to dance? The old man's response has for many years caused me much reflection. I can teach you to dance, he said, but you have to hear the music. Sometimes in our homes we successfully teach the dance steps, but are not as successful in helping our family members to hear the music. And as the old medicine man well knew, it is hard to dance without music. Dancing without music is awkward and unfulfilling, even embarrassing. Have you ever tried it? <laughs> Yea, behold, I will tell you in your mind and in your heart by the Holy Ghost which shall come upon you and which shall dwell in your heart. We learn the dance steps with our minds, but we hear the music with our hearts. The dance steps of the gospel are the things we do. The music of the gospel is the joyful spiritual feeling that comes from the Holy Ghost. It brings a change of heart and is the source of all righteous desires. The dance steps require discipline, but the joy of the dance will only be experienced when we come to hear the music. Those who dance often appear strange or awkward or, to use a scriptural term, peculiar to those who cannot hear the music. Have you ever stopped your car at a stoplight next to a car where the driver is dancing and singing at the top of his lungs, <laughs> but you can't hear a sound because your windows are rolled up? Didn't he look a little peculiar? If our children learn the dance steps without learning to hear and to feel the beautiful music of the gospel, they will over time become uncomfortable with the dance and will either quit dancing or, almost as bad, will keep dancing only because of the pressure they feel from others who are dancing around them. The challenge for all of us who seek to teach the gospel is to expand the curriculum beyond just the dance steps. If early efforts at making music seem dissonant and discordant, remember that dissonance cannot be corrected by criticism. Dissonance in the home is like darkness in a room. It does little good to scold the darkness, 
We can only displace the darkness by introducing light. So if the basses in your family choir are too loud and overbearing, or if the string section in your family orchestra is a little too shrill or a little bit sharp, or if those impetuous piccolos are out of tune or out of control, be patient. If you're not hearing the music of the gospel in your home, please remember these two words. Keep practicing. That was an excerpt from Elder Wilford W. Anderson's talk, The Music of the Gospel. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.